Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. A Friday morning at Wax 104.5 here at the Shank of the Day, baby. We've got chores to do. I'm Bob. I'm uh, doing chores alone once again as Jill is off on bereavement leave. Today they will lay her brother to rest, Mark Zimmerman, the longtime ag instructor at Spencer High School and Eau Claire County native. Grew up showing at the lives at the junior show here, the fair, and back then the Northwest Junior Livestock Show, and led so many young people in his efforts over there at Spencer High School as the FFA advisor. A huge crowd, as you might expect, yesterday for the visitation at Spencer High School today. Mark's funeral service will be 11 o'clock this morning at Faith Lutheran Church in Marshfield, and he will come home. They're going to lay him to rest at the Thompson Valley Cemetery in the Augusta area. That'll be all later on about 4 o'clock this afternoon. And again, we send out our condolences to the whole Zimmerman family. Mark was a really, really good man. That's for sure. Other things going on, don't forget... Farm Technology Days next week because uh, it's a good show. Drove by there yesterday after leaving the uh, visitation, and a lot of things are being put on the land, and it's coming along nicely. A little a little shower to settle the dust wouldn't hurt, I guess we could say. Also, Northern Wisconsin State Fair next week. Oh, my goodness, there's so much going on. And uh, I believe the Trumpelow County Fair. I haven't seen the whole list of the fairs, but I think that's coming up as well. And we'll say something about uh, the ag teachers were recognized at their conference in La Crosse here a week or so. The Wisconsin Association of Agriculture Educators Conference down in La Crosse. Lots from our area were recognized. And uh, a lot of other things going on. We'll talk horse pulling today. And there are pulls around the weekend. Don't forget the big parish pull in Marshfield this weekend at the fairgrounds in Marshfield. And uh, something else coming up today agricultural romance program if you fall in love with agriculture but trying to figure out how to get it done how to get started how to get funding there will be a session today at the autumn harvest winery south of chippewa falls that's on highway j south of chippewa falls that'll start oh about uh, 9 30 this morning nine o'clock then it'll get started uh, about 10 o'clock with the actual program I'm not sure if they're full, if they'll take walk-ins, but uh, if you're interested, you want questions answered about financing, what crops or livestock uh, you'll be comfortable with, how to put together a farm business plan, all about agriculture, in love with agriculture, and you haven't been able to do it, this might be your way. Chip One Buffalo County Extension Office is doing that today. Again, Autumn Harvest Winery, just south of Chippewa Falls, should be good sessions out there today. Weather? Not too bad. We'll look. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a quick check of our weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. You know, Marquardt has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out 
MarquardMotors.com or just drive through their lot and take an up-close look at those vehicles that are ready to go at Marquardt. And it'll be a good day. There's a chance of rain. In fact, some folks are having uh, rain right now over the latest report. I saw Mosin getting some heavy rain, light rain around Wausau, light rain around La Crosse. So it's scattered moving across. You might see it now. You might see it a little bit later on, but it's scattered moving across the area. 81 the high today. Then partly cloudy Saturday and Sunday in the 80s. Monday, a chance of rain. Maybe settle the dust a little bit before we start the Northern Wisconsin State Fair and Farm Technology Days. High of 85. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, partly sunny. Thursday, full sun. Temperatures in the 80s. It's 74 right now. And again, we're looking to get up to about 81 and scattered showers around the area. And uh, again, be aware of that. And you might know there's humidity out there, too, on a Friday morning. At Wax, good morning. Bob Bosol with you. 74 right now. Again, scattered rain showers around the area. I don't think it's going to do much more than settle the dust. Although some places, like over in Mosinee, reporting some heavy rain earlier. 81 today and humidity out there as well to deal with today. It's about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire News Time. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is reportedly in grave condition after being shot during a campaign event. Japanese broadcaster NHK reports that Abe was shot in the back while delivering a speech in the city of Nara, east of Osaka. The 67-year-old Abe was the longest-serving prime minister of Japan. He was campaigning on behalf of others when he was shot Friday morning local time. Eyewitnesses say the gunman did not attempt to flee and that a weapon was recovered by the police. President Biden is set to address reproductive health care services and how to protect access to them in a speech on Friday. It comes as the White House is pressing Congress to codify or lock in abortion rights in the U.S. following the reversal of Roe v. Wade. The president will be joined by Vice President Harris and Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra. The House committee investigating the January the 6th attack on the Capitol is expected to hold two public hearings next week. Brian Shook reports. The first is set for Tuesday. The Democrat-led panel will be focusing on the role extremist groups like the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers played in the riot. Another hearing is expected on Thursday, that one in prime time. I'm Brian Shook. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin has been sentenced to just over 20 years in prison on federal charges. Lisa Taylor has the story. Chauvin was sentenced in 2021 to over 22 years on state charges of second-degree unintentional murder after he kneeled on George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. He pleaded guilty last year to a federal charge of violating Floyd's civil rights. Before his sentencing, Chauvin told Floyd's children in court that he wished all the best in their life. I'm Lisa Taylor. And the world's biggest food distributor is accusing America's so-called Big Four beef packers of fixing prices. Houston-based Cisco has filed a lawsuit charging Cargill, JBS, Tyson, and National Beef with violating antitrust laws. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Just more people wondering why the four are in such control. Also, just before I came on the air, I did see a news bulletin, a news flash, that the former Prime Minister... Abe of Japan did die from those gunshot wounds that he suffered while giving a speech. So Prime Minister, Premier Abe, former Premier over there in Japan, Abe, Shinzo Abe, has died. Four minutes after five o'clock, we'll get you more. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, a quick check of our weather. You can't hardly order it any better for some of the activities we've got going on over the next week or so. Now, today, there is that chance of rain. We've got scattered showers moving through the area right now. Some of them a little heavier than others, but uh, not everybody's seeing rain right now. But you probably see a shower or two before it's all said and done. And it's going to be humid out there today, 81. Saturday and Sunday, just partly cloudy. Should be nice days, 80s. 87 on Sunday. Then a chance of rain on Monday, 85. Settle the dust at Farm Tech Days before we have thousands of people descending on rail acres uh, on uh, Tuesday for day one. Also, Northern Wisconsin State Fair next week. Tuesday, Wednesday, partly sunny, low 80s. Thursday looks like full sun and a high about 85. So it looks like we're going to have good weather for the fair, for Farm Technology Days, for Farm Tech Fest. 
That's a good thing. Medford, 64. Marshfield, 68. Wausau reporting a little light rain a while ago. 66. Rice Lake, or excuse me, Lacrosse also reporting a little light rain, and uh, they were at 74. Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie, 69. Milwaukee at 68. And right now in the Chippewa Valley, 74 degrees. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Alrighty, let's get to our markets. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Uh, again, Jill uh, Jill off on bereavement leave. Burying her uh, brother Mark today. So uh, again, we send our condolences to the family. The Mark Zimmerman's funeral, 11 o'clock today. Faith Lutheran Church in Marshfield and he'll be Buried later on this afternoon at uh, Thompson Valley Cemetery down in Augusta, bringing them home. As we get to the end of the week, choice fed beef steers and heifers trading 138 to 40, 146. The uh, choice fed Holstein steers 126 to 133 and a half. Cows 70 to 108. Bulls 90 to 112. Butcher hogs this week trading 75 to 103. Sows 49 to 56. The boars 20 to 25 and a half. New crop market lambs 120 to 150 with the feeder lambs at 75 to 205. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures yesterday, live cattle were mixed. The August contract finished at 134.55. That was up a nickel. October at 139.85, down a dime. December live cattle 145.47, up 12. And February at 150.17, up 17. Feeder cattle were lower across the board. August 172.47, down 82. September 176.05, down a dollar two. October feeder cattle 179.32, down a dollar five. November 181.67, down 90 cents. January 181.85, down 92. Hog prices were higher yesterday. July hogs 113.25, that was up a dime. August at 109.50, up 30. October hogs 93.97, up a dollar 75. And December at 85.27, up a dollar 15. On the board of trade, prices were higher yesterday. A little rebound from some of the losses earlier in this week. Some steep drops in prices. But corn, beans, and wheat all with, all up uh, some weather concerns. And overnight, December corn up another two to three cents, sitting at five ninety nine a bushel. Oats up eight at four forty two. December wheat up five to six cents, eight fifty seven. November beans down three cents overnight, sitting at thirteen sixty two. And soybean meal for October down two sixty a ton at three eighty eight seventy. Barrel cheese went up two cents yesterday, two eighteen and three quarters. Blocks unchanged, 208.5. Butter also unchanged, 294. Class 3 prices were higher yesterday, rebounding a little bit from uh, some of the losses, bigger losses earlier. July, Class 3 up 25, 2264. August up 48 at 2184. September back over $22, up 66 cents at 2220. October over $22, 2256. That was up 51 cents in November, up 40 cents at 22.41. So that's where we are in the markets. We're going to hear from another one of our uh, section vice presidents for the FFA from our area. We're going up to section one next here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. In northwest Wisconsin, that's where Section 1 is of the Wisconsin FFA and representing Section 1 on the officer team for the FFA this year, Isaac Hopke from the Spooner FFA, who is serving as secretary of the officer team this year. And and Isaac uh, Spooner had a long drought of FFA officers. Now in the last couple of years, you've had a couple. How would you guys pull this off all of a sudden? really have to say it would be our amazing uh, advisor, Mrs. O.R. or Olson Rosenbush. She really just is a great role model for all of us, and she really helps us 
just strive to be the best we can, and she, yeah, she's really amazing with that stuff. So what was the rest of your motivation besides your advisor to be a state FFA officer? Because this kind of slows you down for a year as far as your future plans. Yeah, I really got uh, interested with it when, or at state convention last year with with David Lopez coming. He kind of just got to know me personally, and with that, he suggested that I might be a good candidate. So I really just kind of took his word and rode with uh, with that. And and yeah, I, and I'm really excited for this year. So well, I'm sure you are excited for this year. Well, tell me about your interest, because uh, you have graduated, you're planning to attend the University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities with an interesting major for a guy that's uh, a farm boy from Spooner. Aerospace engineering, I've always taken an interest in space and new technology in the aerospace industry. I really just want to take my knowledge of agriculture and apply it in the aerospace industry and maybe further agriculture in space and uh, on other planets with that Um and then eventually, just, yeah, someday I would love to return back to good old Spooner, Wisconsin and take over our family farm someday. An interesting combination, an aerospace engineer taking over the farm. With aerospace engineering, and you talked about it a little bit, raising food in space. I know we talked about the, uh, the space station and uh, some of the space vehicles to take food up and see how it would react in zero gravity. What got you motivated in that area? I don't know, honestly. I, I when I was little, we we took a trip to Florida and I checked out stuff in aerospace industry there, and that kind of sparked my interest. And then the past few years, I've uh, my love for agriculture is super developed from there. And I've also noticed that there've been experiments on the International Space Station with that. So, and I just want to expand that, and we can learn so much from for agriculture in space. And I want to apply that and apply for furthering agriculture here on earth as well so what did your mom and dad say when you said well i want to be a state ffa officer i want to be an aerospace engineer then i want to come home on the farm what kind of reaction did they have to uh, some of those desires? <laughs> Honestly, they were super supportive. They're just like, I, I've just kind of been the achiever in our family. So I, and they're just like, you do what you want, what your heart is calling you to do. So they're super supportive of it. And they're just excited for my future. So, And that's great. Tell me about your parents and about the family farm and the rest of your family. My dad is in the military. He's in 30th year of the military. He's a lieutenant colonel for uh, Wisconsin Army National Guard, and he also is our special education director at Spooner High School. With that, also, my mom works two jobs also. <laughs> she is an educator through the UW Extension, so we kind of have our roots in 4-H and agriculture there. And she also does stuff with mental health clinic there uh, at our, through our county. So how in the world are you running a farm? With those uh, your mom and dad so busy, what kind of farm have you got? Yeah, we've actually just kind of got a smaller hobby farm. It's 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 small, but we we it's really for our family. It's sustainable. We produce mainly just for our family and not not a whole ton extra. But we're working at that. With your dad being a colonel in the in the guard, are you taking ROTC at Minnesota, or uh, you don't have the military bug? No, I'm 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 not in the military idea. I've thought about it, but I I like the idea of just doing aerospace without it so yeah. and again that's isaac hopke from the spooner ffa section one vice president he will serve as the secretary this year with the uh ffa team and again uh he's uh, going to be an aerospace engineer at the university of minnesota he's from spooner as we mentioned spooner a busy place the rodeo is going on this weekend the spooner rodeo 68th annual rodeo should be a nice evening and nice night tomorrow night. Friday and Saturday performances still, 7.30 both nights, and a lot of other things going on there in Spooner. So, again, if you're looking for a little getaway, rodeo tonight and tomorrow night at Spooner, as well as other things we'll talk about here relating to uh, activities over the weekend. But before we do that, some of the news in agriculture. You know, the big question many farmers around the country are asking how long are these fuel and fertilizer prices going to stay high? Well, the answer from one agricultural economist isn't so good. Kansas State University ag economist Greg Ebendahl told an audience earlier this week that both of those inputs still face major hurdles before their costs can come down. 
Ebendahl said that based on several factors like the price of corn, price of oil, and other inflationary issues, anhydrous ammonia could hit $2,000 after averaging about $1,700 here in 2022. He said the biggest influence on fuel prices in the future is our shrinking refinery capacity with no new facilities planned in this country. His model also shows potash prices as high as $1,250 a ton and MAP fertilizer, the monoammonium phosphate, at about $1,470. And congratulations for ag teachers. Many of our area ag instructors at both high school and post-secondary education levels were recognized for their accomplishments at the recent Wisconsin Association of Agricultural Educators Conference in La Crosse at the high school level. The Ideas Unlimited winner was Jenna Bergen from Chippewa Falls, and Bergen and her fellow ag teacher at Chai High, Caitlin Foster, also took home the award for the Outstanding Middle School and Secondary Programs. Their ag programs judged the best. Emma Huber from Donatoma given the Outstanding Young Educator Award, while the Outstanding Post-Secondary Ag Program Award went to the Chippewa Valley Technical College's Farm Business Management Program, led by Mark Dank. Jordan Donnerbauer of Stanley Boyd was given the Teacher Mentor Award, and retired Bloomer Ag teacher Dwayne Fossum was Wisconsin's honored educator. Cheryl Zimmerman of Spencer, leader of the Wisconsin FFA program, received the Outstanding Service Award. She was also the winner of all of Section 3, so she will be recognized this fall at the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis for her work as the Outstanding Service Award winner. So congratulations. We've got some outstanding leaders for our young people in agricultural education in this part of the country and uh, receiving their awards in lacrosse. Coming up, we've got Stephanie from uh, down at the Madison area. She talked to uh, Les Vole from Osseo. We're going to talk about horse pulling coming up next. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As we get close to another weekend, check on Facebook or someplace, find out what's going on. Every community has some kind of celebration in the summertime. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Not only the town celebrations, but we've got fairs getting started now. We've got tractor pulls. We've got truck pulls. And, Stephanie, we've got horse pulls, and there are a lot of them. That's right, and if you are looking forward to those truck and tractor pulls, why don't you add horse pulling to the list? I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Les Vold is on the board of directors for the Wisconsin Horse Pullers Association, one of the larger pulling clubs in Wisconsin. They've got about 300 members strong. And, Bob, if training a horse for pulling is not a labor of love, I don't know what else is. Les tells me about what it takes to get the horse ready for the sport, both physically and financially. Amount of time is as much time as you can put into them to get the horses in condition and shape. Uh, usually, at least a couple hours a day, you want to spend working them, and conditioning them every day. Can you tell us how <laughs> soon in a in a horse's life that you have to start working with the animal? In a horse's life, uh, usually most guys want to break the young colts out at about uh, between four years old and five years old. They start breaking them and handling them and and training them to become a horse. A, being a pulling horse. Walk us through what it means to break a horse. So you teach, harness them up and uh, with a well-broke horse and start uh, just driving them around without anything uh, uh, hooked to them and then slowly work them into like on a manure spreader or stuff like that. It's more farm equipment and then you slowly get them to your exercise sled and, and then onto a load and see if they can make a pulling horse or not. What about noise and distractions? How do you train a horse to not get spooked? Take your time with them and uh, try and keep them as calm as possible. The noises and have noises going as you're working with them, like radios and stuff like that, tractor running or whatever, so they get kind of used to noises around them. How long does it take to get a horse ready to pull, usually? Usually, if you're breaking them out as a four-year-old, you'll try and maybe pull them one or two contests that summer and probably five or six contests the next summer. And then when they're about six years old, then you're probably ready to go and pull them in the full competition through the whole year. You need the horsepower to place in a horse-pulling competition. How do you get a horse to get power or gain muscle? 
You uh, actually got to work them. We drive them uh, anywhere from five to seven miles a day. Some guys go a little longer than that, and then there's times that you put them on a little bit what we call a lugging load, which is probably three, 4,000 pounds just to build their muscles up, just like an athlete or ourselves. Just got to condition yourself for it. Is there a science behind it to prevent injury, though? How are you gentle about it, or how do you make sure your a horse is healthy throughout that process? Uh, a lot of it is, uh, yeah, basically getting them conditioned in that you just got to take your time with them and make sure you're careful with them so you don't hurt them. Does food play a role on any of this? Can you tell me about what uh, pulling horses eat? Some guys feed just straight oats and hay. Some feed their own mixture of uh, horse feeds, um, supplements, a lot of supplements to just like ourselves. We've got to have, you got to have vitamins and supplements, um, the supplements that you feed is to help keep inflation, inflammation down from swelling or anything if they do get hurt. Um, a lot of minerals and stuff, so they help them build their muscles and stuff. What's your secret mix? My secret mix is a, is a, oh, I feed straight oats and hay, good hay, good alfalfa hay, and uh, uh, some mineral supplements of about three different mineral supplements I feed on top of my feed. Does the breed of horse matter? The Belgian is and uh, is probably your top line in a pulling horse, and then uh, the Percheron is probably next in line. They're pretty close, the Belgian and Percherons. It all depends on what kind of breeding is in. Mixed in with some of the Percheron, that if you got a crossbred with a little bit of a Belgian, really helps because of the stockiness and the build of a Belgian horse. And we have yet to talk about the show aspect of pulling horses, um, looking pretty, uh, shiny, flashy for the for the audience. How do you prepare a horse uh, as far as beauty goes for these events? We uh, bathe them, clean them all up. Uh, a lot of guys uh, put show shine on them to shine them up, uh, oil their feet, make them look look the part. Uh, besides pull the part, uh, they uh, we these. Uh, Bring them to show them so people are impressed with our, we spend the money for the equipment we put on them, the pulling harnesses. Everybody's got nice, clean harnesses and stuff. We're not just there to pull them. We're there to show off how well we take care of them, too. Now, you mentioned those harnesses, uh, the, you know, and the glamour of that. What is that special tack that horse pullers use as opposed to your, your average horseman? Well, we, we use the best uh, collars made, you know, for a horse. They're padded up and good sweating sweat pads and stuff for them for pulling. And our harnesses and aims are a little bit different than the normal farm horses or, or parade horses because ours got to take the abuse of being able to pull and not break when they're pulling on 10, 11, 12,000 pounds. So it's a little different than everybody's average ones. Les, can you describe what it's like sitting up there driving your horses? What is the feeling you get? Can you describe that experience for us? Working them every day, it's just the peace and quiet and driving them. You just got to enjoy it. Um, your time alone with the horses and watching what they're doing. And when you're at the contest, then it's just the the adrenaline drive of the competition and, and hoping your horses are going to do their best that they can that day. And again, that's Les Vole from down in Osseo, visiting with our uh, Stephanie from well over at Thorpe originally, Stephanie Hughes, now excuse me, down in Madison with the Midwest family folks. And speaking of horse pulls, you're looking for a horse pull? How about later on tonight, the Turtle Lake Fair in Turtle Lake, 6 o'clock. They're going to have a horse pull, middle and heavyweights. And uh, tomorrow, Saturday on the 9th, Price County Farm Bureau, 1230. That'll be in Ogama. And also Saturday, Joe and Carla Johnson hosting one in Boyceville at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, those are the Wisconsin horse pullers, the shod horses. And, uh, again, they got uh, all kinds of horse pulls coming up as the summer continues. We'll keep you updated on that. And, again, people say, oh, they treat those horses. That's what they're bred to do. It's like the sled dogs in Alaska. They love to run. That's what they want to do. They don't want to lay around and just lay there under the shade tree. They want to work. That's what they're all about. Speaking of wanting to work, she is here. And we're going to hear from her next as we get an update on all the news. Morgan, of course. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
Morgan McCarthy's in the newsroom this morning. Suspicious you know, at first, but he's Whoops, seen the birth certificates. What am I doing here? We are the kids. Says she told. All right, we've got. Uh, I'm not sure Morgan was ready. Morgan's got so many stations that she works with every morning that uh, we caught her off guard, or I did something wrong. I don't know. Probably my fault. My fault, isn't it? Ha! Thing we do. Are we going to go with that? We can go with that if you want. There's a lot of buttons over there, and you are new. Well, I mean, I've got it where it should be, and it's still playing stuff. I don't know what's going on. It's haunted all of a sudden this it morning. Is. But anyway, you ever driven horses? Yeah. That's fun, isn't it? Well, you know, I've actually, I have done more with the wheelbarrow for horses than I've done uh, <laughs> when it comes to saddling up. I think we all have done that. That's part of the price you pay. You know what I love about horses, though? One of my favorite things about horses is the smell. There's nothing like it. Walking into a horse barn, yep. my uh, grandma had horses growing up, and she would always bring me down and mostly do wheelbarrow duty. But, you know, when they make pitchforks in kid sizes, that's what you do. You get put to work. And that smell is one of my favorite smells, walking into a horse barn and just that i that's one of my favorites uh, and uh, i'll tell you it's it's fun to get the horse pull and i'll tell you they drop that hook and that steel clamp on the, the sled you know mm-hmm. the old way they're doing it before they had this now they got technology where they can measure with computers and all that but the old way man you hit that stone boat and holy man you better get out of the way because they're digging in and they're going and you were the one that was telling me about this it's not only is it popular but it's kind of like the uh, sled dogs for the iditarod the horses are bred to pull so that's what they do that's what they like that's what they love they want to go in the woods in the winter time and skid logs and uh Mm -hmm. you know they like to pull Wagon, there. That's their bread to do that. That's Just like your bread to do the news. Well, I usually pull more than my weight, so we'll Absolutely. see what we can do around here. Absolutely. In other words, you're in the heavyweight class. You got All it. Right. I'll let you. I'll let you get away with that one. <laughs> Go to it. From the seven one five newsroom, we're going to start with headlines that keep us in our area, and that begins with a larger lens on a case from the Wisconsin Supreme Court as a Wisconsin transgender woman not being allowed to change her name because of being a registered sex offender. The Supreme Court ruled the woman can still use her preferred name Ella, but has to keep a birth name on all the legal documents. The dissenting judges say her First Amendment rights were violated by not allowing the name change. The 22-year-old was ordered to register as a sex offender due to the 2016 sexual assault of an autistic teen boy. In other headlines nearer to us, some folks in Eau Claire County worried about trash not being picked up. The problems have been going on for a while, and some members of the community say that trash isn't being picked up in a timely manner, and they're taking things to the dump themselves. Although the county's health department said they will allow garbage companies in the county to run more shifts through the end of the month to help with garbage collection. When it comes to the political stage, usually no shortage of action, right? We're going to start peeking into some of that as it uh, revs up across Wisconsin. Republican candidate for Governor Rebecca Kleefish wants to put the state on a path towards no income tax. The former lieutenant governor discussed other tax proposals. This was during a stop at the Republican Party headquarters yesterday in uh, Marathon County here. And we're going to eliminate the personal property tax, which is a $200 million tax on small businesses. Now, Clayfish faces pipeline construction executive Tim Michaels and state representative Tim Ratham in the August primary. And how much to be happy? Well, a new survey says happiness in Wisconsin comes with a six-figure price tag. The survey from GoBankingRates.com says people who live in our state need to earn at least $101,000 a year to be happy and says that much of that money will allow people to live comfortably. In comparison, the national number, the lot price tag is about 105000 and if the Packers make you happy, gosh, I love the Packers, right? The team will be coming to the fans next week. Green Bay announced its road trip where former players kind of travel across the state, bump around and meet fans. Maybe you've been part of this in the past. It's set for Wednesday through Sunday. Packers president and CEO Mark Murphy will be with some of the players there on the bus. And they will stop near us. It's Wausau, Thorpe is in the mix, Hudson on the list, La Crosse on Alaska, Rapids, Stevens Point, all making stops as well. We'll keep you posted there as we get details. And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are back to the barn with Bob Bolsold in the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. So, so where are we going to move? 101,000 or 105 someplace else? We got to... 
Yeah. We got to go someplace else, a different country. Well, that or we're going to have to pool quite a few salaries <laughs> to make that happiness work. Uh, I'm we, telling you, you put me in your carry-on when you head to Hawaii <laughs> this year. Well, I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> a, it's a challenge every day. That's for sure. We're we're wealthy in friendship, Bob. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you, Mary. Have a good weekend. <laughs> you as well, my friend. There goes Morgan in the newsroom. Well, let's find out about the weekend as far as our weather is concerned. Chippewa Valley Bean bringing us our weather. Mike Dandry is over in the weather room. Morning, Mike. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Michael Dandria is supposed to be in the weather room. Hello. There, he is. there okay. we go. Somebody <laughs> sabotaged this board here. I don't know. <laughs> I, Unbelievable. I, was like, I was like, I said good morning and then I heard no response. I'm like, Bob, hello. How yeah. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Friday. I'm glad it's Friday. Man, oh, this usually happens on Mondays. Yeah. But it's well. happening on Friday today. But, uh, you know, it's. Unbelievable. Well, what thank we, God it's Friday, right? Thank goodness it's Friday. That's for, And I was looking at this forecast earlier, and for the events we've got coming up, like over the weekend and then into next week, if this lays out, this was perfect. Right. And, uh, well, today, you know, we got a little bit, some places anyways, haven't really seen too much in Eau Claire, uh, but we have gotten a little bit of rain, and uh, some places actually got a little heavier rain. Uh, otherwise, we'll start off in the clouds, but then we'll clear out, become mostly sunny later on today, and our highs will climb to the upper 70s and low 80s. Now, it'll still feel a little humid, but our humidity is actually going to slide down throughout the day, and our dew points eventually getting into the upper 50s later on tonight. Mostly clear, and uh, temperatures also dipping to the upper 50s. Tomorrow, just a pleasant day all around. Plenty of sunshine, low 80s for our highs. Mostly clear tomorrow night, lows in the low 60s. Now, Sunday does bring us a chance at some showers in the evening after mostly sunny conditions during the day. And uh, highs actually getting into about the mid-80s. But then Monday, another chance of showers and storms with partly sunny conditions. And then after that, well, that's when we dry out quite a bit. And uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday all looking mostly sunny with highs in the low to mid-80s, so really not a, not a bad forecast coming up. And uh, we've got a good bit of clouds, and uh, again, some places are looking at showers and a temperature of 70 degrees in Eau Claire. Well, I'll tell you, this is weekend activities, fine little rain to settle a dust Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Farm Tech Days, Northern Wisconsin State Fair. You've done a good job, my man. Mother Nature has looked out for us. You know, I think that me and her finally came to some sort of an agreement. Oh, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> keep it up. I will try. Have a good weekend, Mike. You too, Bob. We'll talk to you next week. We'll be here. There goes Mike Dandry over there at uh, Skywarn 13 with our weather forecast on Wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we've got markets to get to. Brent Wink is going to be here with our program or cover the crop program but again some of the things going on don't forget that uh, agricultural romance program this morning and that's out at uh, autumn harvest winery just south of uh, south of chippewa falls on highway j from 10 until 2 registration at 9 30 if you guys if you want to get involved in agriculture you're involved now and need a little help they'll talk to you about starting a farm or specialty crop enterprise uh, livestock would that work for you how to set up a farm business plan. What about finances? What about marketing? They'll be there to answer all those questions. Lots of great speakers. And again, that is today. Starts with registration at 930 at the Autumn Harvest Winery, County Highway J, just south of Chippewa Falls. Spooner Rodeo continues. Performances tonight and tomorrow night, 730 in Spooner. Also going on today and tomorrow... Olson's Tractor Restoration, having an antique tractor show and farm toy show in the Elmwood area. And again, that's from 9 to 4, both today and tomorrow. So if you want to get involved in that, all brands of toys and vendors are welcome. Tractor Ride, Friday evening. So again, that's going on today and tomorrow down there in Elmwood at Olson's Tractor Restoration. Told you about the uh, the horse pulls coming up this weekend, 6 o'clock tonight, Turtle Lake Fair in Turtle Lake. Also on Saturday, Price County Fair, uh, our Price County Farm Bureau, I should say, the Price County Farm Bureau hosting that. 
That'll be in Ogama starting at 1230, and there'll be a horse pull on Saturday also at Joe and Carla Johnson's place in the Boyceville area, and, of course, getting ready for Farm Technology Days and also the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. It's a busy time in this part of the country. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, one more poll coming up. We forgot about the parish poll coming up uh, this weekend over at the Marshfield Fairgrounds. That's a truck and tractor poll, and uh, it'll take place at the fairgrounds there in Marshfield. And uh, you want to attend that as well. So plenty of things going on around the area. Don't miss out. And I, I know we didn't cover them all, but uh, we got a lot of them in. So, again, uh, get out and enjoy things. It's going to be nice weather. Also, before we get into markets and Brent this morning, we know the 2023 Alice and Dairyland Finals will be down in Walworth County in southeast Wisconsin. But after that, not so sure. Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is looking for counties that might want to host the event in the future. The department is currently taking applications to host the 77th Finals. That will be in 2024 the 78th in 2025, the 79th in 2026, and the 80th finals in 2027. So if you have one of those years, think, well, I don't want to do it next year or the year after that, but maybe 2026, make an application to the department. Any county that would like to apply to host any of those events, you have until August 15th to get your application in to the department down in Madison. And remember, Allison Dairyland is a full-time paid position with the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Alice travels mostly in Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin agriculture. And as we found out in the last few years, we've got an awful lot of wonderful young ladies from our area that make wonderful Alice and Dairylands. Uh, Julia Nunes from Chippewa Falls, the latest example of that. All right, 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's get to some markets, see what happened over at the Equity Altoona Barn yesterday. Here's Jim Lindsay. Choice beef steers and heifers $1.20 to $1.45. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers $1.20 to $1.40. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers $1.34 to $1.40. Choice Holstein steers $1.20 to $1.33. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers $1.19 and down. Top 20% of the cold cows sold from 87 to 99. We had an extreme top of $1.12 and a high yielding Charlet cow. 60% of the cows sold from 62 to 86. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 61 and down. Organic market from Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 90 to $1.13. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Call bulls sold from 80 to $1.05. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 80 to 210 Light and poor quality calves sold from $80 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $270 per head. Sows on Thursday sold from $75 to $83. We're now selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the Altoon Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, July 8th, starting at noon. We are expecting around 200 to 250 head for that sale. We have a lot of good Holstein and beef feeders, as well as some cow-calf pairs and fall freshening beef cows. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, it's quarter to six at Wax, 74 degrees, 81 today. Rain moving through the area. Let's go over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn where Jerry Fitzgerald, you're all wet this morning, huh, Jerry? Well, let's clarify that. I mean, I'm in the house. It, uh, it's dry here. But, yeah, we got a lot of rain this morning. Uh, well over an inch of rain here. It started about, uh, I don't know, or so. Uh, kind of kind of woke us up here, so we might have to... Catch a little catnap here later on this morning, but no, a very welcome rain and uh, uh, didn't hear of any damage, so hopefully uh, everybody's okay on that end. But no, a, a very welcome rain and, well, well, we should be good for a while now. Oh, that's good. All right, well, get it out like tonight and all the weekend activities are good to go. Well, wrap up the week here from Stratford. 
I'll do that. Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Thursday, this past week here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the cow market, conventional cow market. Uh, a little bit weaker yesterday compared to earlier in the week. High-yielding, fleshy, Holstein, uh, and beef cows yesterday were selling from 82 to uh, 95, topping at 97 on yesterday's auction. Uh, we did see a top for the week at 103. Most of the cows this week selling from 62 to 82, thinner cows, lighter carcass cows below 60. Now on the organic cows, organic market cows, we sell those every Tuesday. High-yielding organic cows were from $1.13 to $1.25. That was on Tuesday's auction. Uh, bulls this week, uh, regular uh, conventional type bulls selling mostly from a dollar to a dollar twelve. Lighter bulls below ninety five. Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers are selling mostly from a dollar seventeen to a dollar thirty one. Select and underfinished cattle, big heavy overfinished cattle, one fifteen and below. On the calf market this week, good quality ninety two hundred thirty pound Holstein bull calves. Selling mostly from 75 to 150 on the close. Earlier in the week, fancy bull calves from 170 to an extreme top of 195. Heifer calves this week, mostly 30 to 60, topic at 95 on Tuesday. And your beef calves, good demand on them all week, 150 to 300. We did top at 340 on those. We'll take a look at the sales schedule here for next week here at Equity Stratford. Back to a full marketing week, uh, as per this week with the holiday on Monday. But uh, full marketing week next week. The highlight, of course, next week will be the uh, dairy cattle auction on July 12th, we do have that very complete, uh, very fine uh, herd of complete dispersal registered Holstein organic cows coming from the McNeely farm. So, uh, you folks, are, whether you're in the organic business or milk and conventional type cows, a good opportunity to buy some very top quality cows. Again, we encourage you folks to take a look at our website. A lot of information on that herd. Again, that'll be sold here at Equity Stratford next Tuesday, July 12th, 11 o'clock. So, Bob, that's what we have for the folks. Uh, like you said before, uh, uh, there's no reason for anybody to be bored this weekend. There's a lot of stuff going on, so folks, drive careful, and uh, hopefully the weekend will be good for you. And uh, I know over here, I don't think we'll have to worry about making hay, at least, uh, well, for sure, not today. That's for sure. Well, enjoy it, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, see you at Farm Tech Days or someplace, but we'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend, Jer. Bob, you also, and I thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Taking a look at the rest of our markets here. The grain trade yesterday was a little higher, picking up uh, some of the lost ground of earlier this week, but still not back to where it was. December corn up two to three at five ninety nine overnight. The oats up eight at four forty two. December wheat up five to six at eight fifty seven. And November soybeans down three at thirteen sixty two. Meal down two sixty a ton for October at three eighty eight seventy. Grain prices today at the country elevators: wheat and grain six twelve and fifteen thirteen. Dummer's Grain Service and Holman corn six seventy four beans fourteen seventy six Buck Country corn six fifty nine with the beans fourteen seventy six Country Elevator prices on the DTN screen Golden Plump six sixty three today Baldwin Durand and Mondovi all have corn at six fifty with the soybeans fourteen sixty five in Baldwin fourteen sixty three in Durand and fourteen sixty five in Mondovi Elmwood. Beans fourteen sixty five. The corn six fifty five. At Fall Creek, the corn is six thirty five. With the beans at fourteen fifty five. Osseo six sixty and fourteen seventy. Elk Mound six twenty five on the corn fourteen ninety two on the beans today. Sparta six sixty three for corn fifteen oh six on the beans. Ellsworth six thirty five and fourteen fifty five. Ethanol plants. The Boysville corn price is six fifty nine. Stanley six sixty nine. New Richmond Grain Facility six sixty four. Barrel cheese up two at two eighteen and three quarters. Blocks two oh eight and a half. Butter two ninety four. Both unchanged. July class three up twenty five at twenty two sixty four. August up forty eight at twenty one eighty four. September up sixty six at twenty two twenty. October up fifty one at twenty two fifty six. November up forty at twenty two forty one. And on this Friday morning, Brent is with us. Brent Wink, of course, as he always is during the planting, growing, and harvesting season, covering the crops for Winfield United, the Ag Division of Land O'Lakes. Good morning, sir. Good Much morning. Nice rains around the area this morning, some scattered, but uh, some heavy. Yeah, it's looking like some areas are getting good rain. We're still getting mist off to the west, but yeah. it's been kind of hit and miss. Well, I think over there was some rain coming. over the west uh, this morning. You, you weren't there, so you, you don't no. know, but it might be a little damp going home. But again, humid today, humidity, corn-growing weather. Yes, we'd like to, we'd like to see that. Yeah, the corn, corn's, there's 
starting to look better as the day goes along. What it, are you finding? It, yeah, absolutely. Corn's really starting to find nitrogen and you know, kind of starting to really go through that nice, beautiful grand growth stage. In some of these areas that we are a little bit drought stressed, we've kind of had some challenges this week. I was looking at some soybean fields, and when we start having extended dry periods like we had when we were spraying those herbicides, where those weeds kind of have a natural mechanism to kind of harden their leaf surface or their leaf cuticle to protect themselves from drought, and that really posed some challenges for herbicide uptake so we had some weed escapes on some of those fields uh kind of some of the ways to combat it is higher rates of surfactant or maybe a little hotter rates of surfactant so we can get those herbicides into the leaves of the weeds so we do get a good kill so we we did have a period there where we had some fields that maybe had some escapes or we didn't get the activity that we wanted to see the other problem it posed i've seen quite a bit of and been called out uh several times to look at fields is when we have those conditions and we're trying to heat up those herbicides so they do get those weeds, we can tend to have a little bit more leaf burn on our soybeans as well because of some of those oils and surfactants. That's mainly what the burn is coming from. Soybeans usually are growing right out of that, but it, it definitely does create a little uh, burn and a little different look to those soybean plants for a, a week. But it doesn't sure stunt our growth. Yeah, it it sometimes can stunt the growth growth a little bit, but obviously making sure that we get those weeds under control is most important. And like I say, most times it's growing right out of that. So have have seen a little more instance of that this year. Um, again, now with getting rain, that's usually our best ability. Once weeds get rain, they kind of start uh, slacking off a little bit, and it's a little easier to get kill on those. So. And most of the herbicide applications are wrapping up. We're kind of just on the front side of, of fungicide applications in corn and uh, kind of in a little bit of a lull pattern here. So next week I've got uh, field day down at West Salem, our research facility down there. I, I know on the 13th there's kind of a three-state area coming down uh, to take a look at the latest and greatest in the alfalfa and forages. So hopefully we'll have some good things to report on with that next week and kind of a busy week next week hope to sneak by farm tech days as well maybe run into you over there well if you come you won't be harder to not run into me i'll be all over all the over We've the place that's the hardest part about finding you is just, where is he now you can <laughs> well, look for our booth we'll be giving away sign up to win a half a hog really yeah well, that is perfect you bet well i hope hope to see you over there maybe we'll run into Kristen over there as well yeah we'll run into all kinds of people Thanks, Brent. Have a good weekend. You bet. And uh, you're getting ready. It won't be long. You'll be slinging burgers. And what so, else are you doing at the fair? You got I, something else at the yeah, I think, Glenwood uh, City Fair. What week is that? So I think uh, July 21st, I'll be yeah. at the Knights of Columbus food stand. Then July 22nd, the FFA alumni tractor pull, 7 p.m. at St. Craig County Fairgrounds. They've got me announcing the tractor oh, pull. Good stuff. So come on over. Bob has agreed to give free drinks for the first <laughs> couple hundred or until his money runs out. And if I'm not there, start without <laughs> start me. Start the tab. You bet. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. Have a good weekend. You bet. You too. All right. Brent Wink with us once again as we cover the crops for Winfield United, the Ag Division of Land O'Lakes on this Friday morning. Weather-wise, not bad. Again, we've had some scattered showers, some of them heavy, over towards central Wisconsin especially. 81 today, the humidity's coming out over the weekend. Should be nice, partly cloudy, both Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures in the 80s. We're in the low 70s right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.